Welcome to Recalibrate. This is a podcast of Caribou Road Christian Fellowship. Our hope is to create a moment where you get to take a look at your life through the lens of Christ's teaching and recalibrate. Welcome back to Recalibrate. Hey, good morning. It's good to be here, Paul. And it's wonderful to have Mike back with us today and uh, continuing with, uh, wow, we had a discussion before our discussion today. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, but we can't go down that. There's so much going on. That would be a huge rabbit hole. Yeah, we had had elections in the United States. I'm sure everybody wants to hear our opinion of that, but that is censored material. No, we're not giving that out. And we talked about... um, uh, uh, justice mm-hmm. in modern society right. and the different mindsets behind it. That one's a good one for us to do yeah, sometimes. We should. Yeah. yeah. About biblical justice versus yeah. the humanistic justice that is right. dominating. And there's tons of different views we could talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. yeah. And some feel like they're biblical, but they're actually not. They're not. Yeah. yeah. So, but you know what? You weren't here. Before we started, you missed out. So you yeah. missed out. Yeah. And we're going to go on with what we're actually yeah. meant to be doing. We should before. start a pre-calibrate. <laughs> yeah. Like another <laughs> another podcast before the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or after you've heard our terrible teaching, you have yeah. to go and then do recalibrate to get yourself yeah. sorted out again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're yeah. continuing through Colossians. On Sunday, we had Landry do an amazing job. Uh, from the passage of Scripture where Paul really expresses in Colossians chapter 1, verse 24 to 2, verse 5, just the degree of sacrifice, intensity, labor he has put into making sure believers all around the world, particularly the mm-hmm. Colossians, even though he had never visited them, but all around the world, would be established in their faith. Right. So it was really fantastic and very inspiring about our call to also become sacrificial. Mm-hmm. I want to read a line from that. Um, passage because it's a profound line that I think we can unpack a little bit. He says in verse 24, Now I rejoice in what I have suffered for you, for I fill up in my flesh what is lacking in regards to Christ's afflictions. Mm. Now obviously this passage can be read in different translations and they might do a more of a un- unpacking it naturally, but just reading it right now, it's kind of like jarring. Yeah. For the sake of the body, which is the church. Mm-hmm. What's your immediate thoughts when you read that passage? Yeah, well, it always jumps out to me, like, what does he mean? What was lacking in, in Christ's suffering? What was it? And your, norm, like, your, 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 your theological answer would be? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. That his sufferings were perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I first think. So yeah. I, it's a confusing, actually, when I first yeah. read it. Well, I think then we, we should be strong yeah. believers here and eliminate mm-hmm. the idea that this could have anything to do with um, the atonement. Right. That his suffering before the cross and on the cross and his death, I think Scripture is so clear, is a complete it's work. Com- yeah. yeah, yeah, it's done. It's complete. So there's nothing that we need to do to add to it. Right. I mean, you know, I've often watched movies where they're based on the Middle Ages and, and beyond, with often with Catholic priests, and often the character is this malicious individual who mm-hmm. is tormented in his soul. Right. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm talking yeah. about, right? And he goes into the room by himself and he gets out a whip and he right. whips himself. I right. forgot what that's even yeah. called. Yeah, I have no idea. But I know they have that in that uh, Dan Brown movie. You see a character like that. Oh, yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is based on nothing gone. No, yeah, yeah. That's (laughs) not biblical. A good read, but no (laughs) biblical knowledge there at all. All historical. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, but the idea of that people whipping themselves is the idea that the death of Jesus Christ was not enough to uh, um, remove the sin in my, my life. Right. So they think we also must suffer as well. We must suffer as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and is, is that what Paul is saying in this passage? But we've think? agreed that is not it. That's not it. That's yeah. not it. The death and suffering of Jesus Christ is all sufficient to break us free from sin, right. from everything. It's, it's a complete and absolute fantastic word. Right. Yeah. So if it's not that, what's he talking about? Yeah, can you read it again for okay, us? Okay, I'll read yeah. it again. Now, I rejoice in what was suffered for you, and I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regards to Christ's afflictions, is the last part that's important too, for the sake of his body, which is the church. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Paul is doing something, like he said at the end, like for the sake of the church, for the sake of, I think, even sharing what Christ has accomplished, uh, or... Um, spreading the good news of what Christ has accomplished, I think. Yeah. And uh, there's a little clue at the beginning. What does he say right at the beginning? I rejoice in what was suffered for you. Okay. Yeah, Is that I, what you're looking for? Yeah, I think so, but further on than that. Well, earlier back? Yeah, no, no, no. It's okay. fine. We'll, we'll keep going. It, we'll yeah, keep going. Yeah. Okay. You'll have us going back to Genesis. Yeah, to sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> theological treaty from the beginning. We'll, we'll be lost. So, yeah, I know that totally I think we're, we are on the same track, and I think most people would be, is that, Paul is talking about the idea here that the, the in terms of the atonement, Jesus' death is complete and right. there is nothing we need to suffer right. to be made righteous with God. Right. But to take the gospel of Jesus Christ through to the world, to take mm -hmm. the message of the gospel, it's not going to come easily. easily. Right. So the work of the cross doesn't automatically mean that the message of the cross has right. gone out to the world. Right. There's going to be a cost to get involved. Like I was thinking of that famous command of Jesus from the book of um, Mark. Mm -hmm. Go into all the world right. and preach the gospel. When you think right. of that word go, it's a loaded word. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, there's a huge part, I think, that he's saying we have to play. Even when he says that there, that, that we might suffer for the gospel. Well, does he say that? In the well, well, I mean, no, you're saying oh, here yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, he's yeah. taking on suffering uh, in order to share the gospel. You know, he's taking it on himself to do a really tremendous work. Yeah. I think, you know, that it's not easy to share the gospel no, it's sometimes. Not. I think when, when Jesus says go, I mean, I think we, we don't grasp the the level of that command that it's, um, you know, give, give it a try. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, why don't you have a, why don't you have a go at this? Right. Or, you know, or, or, but he's saying, no. I'm a, I'm commissioning you to go into all the world, right? And what he's not saying in there, but it's implicit, is that and this will involve trouble, right? Yeah, it's far more like directive, yes, it's like more commanding, yes. Yeah, yeah. I even was reading an article before this that said like that whole idea of sharing the gospel doesn't even quite capture what we ought to do. That we ought to be proclaiming the gospel. It's not about just sharing with those who are willing. Mm. But it's about, yeah, this idea of going out and doing it despite whatever's happening, that we proclaim the gospel. Well, that's a huge point then, because, yeah. because sharing tends to be, if the person's not receiving, I can stop. Yeah, then I don't have to do it. Yeah. Or if it's too tough, like they don't want it, I yeah. don't have to give it to them. But proclaiming is, regardless of what the circumstances yeah. are, you're, you're going you're out, out there. You're out there yeah. going. Yeah. And I think this is what Paul in this whole passage we looked at on Sunday is 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 the ethos of his ministry is that he 
recognized that to take the message to these believers and, and or non-believers and see them get saved and then to establish them in their faith, mm-hmm. it was going to take a lot of sacrifice right. on his part. Yeah. I was thinking of the uh, metaphor of a American football team. Mm-hmm. I love watching Tom Brady. I don't know if that's good or bad, but I really... Do you know who yeah, he is? Yeah, I know who he yeah, is. I don't yeah. watch football, but I know Tom you know, Brady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he changed yeah. teams. Yeah, yeah okay. He's with another team. Low-level team. He's become their quarterback. Amazing. Guy's just amazing. Okay. He's taken a low-level team and now yeah. they're potentially getting in the playoffs. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. Yeah, so cool. that just shows his ability. Yeah. You join that team. Tom Brady is your quarterback. Yeah. You think to yourself... Yeah, I don't have to do anything. I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The game's the game's made. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm ready for my yeah. ring and my, my my champion ring and and, and, and but that's yeah. not how it works. No, it's not. You got to work. You, you, it's it's highly probable you're going to do really really well, but you have got to battle in front of yeah, you right. every single yep. game. You're still going to take those hits. You know, I watched that football game, and without the crowds now, you can hear them hit each other. You know, when they their bodies slam. Oh shucks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about? And it's a bad sound. Yeah, right. Crunch. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> but, you know, I think of that metaphor for the gospel is that we have Jesus Christ who has done everything. And it's mm-hmm. a, a, we know the end of the story that one day the, the, the day of the Lord will come and it will all be wrapped up and the victory will be Christ right. and the saints. Yeah. But in the meantime, as we seek to take the gospel out there, we are going to have we're gonna. It's gonna take hits. It's gonna take yeah. pain. It's gonna take some real work. Yeah, and so we have a role to play. So what? What is our role versus what is God's role in the in sharing the gospel? Right. So to, it is a big theological point. Is that um, there was a famous quote many many years ago, when and it was based on um, ultra reform theology, mm-hmm. what I call tulip theology. Carey William Carey, who was a missionary to India. Yeah went to his parish in England Mm -hmm. and he said to the parish, God has really put into my heart that I need to go to India and preach the gospel. Right. And the leadership of the church said, if God wants to save the people in India, he will save the people in India. You can stay here and minister here. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. So it was this idea that God is going to do most of it. Right. And to be honest, he did go, and he didn't see a lot of fruit in his lifetime. Hmm. Now, he had a few disciples, and they then brought in more disciples, but it was a tough battle for him over there as well. So, yeah, I mean, I think that we have to be careful not to um, allow this this lie of the enemy to get in our spirits that God is going to take care of it. Right. It's, I think, complacency. Like, God will just do what he wants to do anyway. Yeah. So why get involved? But I think, like, it's at least my belief that we are the tools that God wants to right. use to spread the gospel to the world. So I'm going to ask you a really hard question, Mike. Okay, uh-oh. Will people not come to know the Lord because you did not um, give enough? Um, There's a loaded question. Yeah, that's a big guilt question. And shame and yeah. all kinds of stuff going on there. But nevertheless, I, I, I think it's interesting to think about it and pray over it. Will people miss out on knowing God because I didn't do something? Mm. I think so. Wow. Yeah, I do think that. I think that we have a, a role to play and that God does what only God can do. God um, even empowers us to share the gospel. He, His Holy Spirit... Um, gives us the courage and even anoints the things that we say at certain times. 
Um, but like there's a moment where we have to step out and we have to actually say something or do something and present the gospel in an effective way uh, that's going to reach the loss. I think that that's our role. And I think, how, how would people hear the gospel if we didn't say it, if we didn't share that's it? That's what Paul says in Romans, says mm-hmm. in Romans 12. He says, how will they know unless <clears throat> somebody goes and preach? Right. How will they, how that person go and preach unless somebody sends them? Right. So. Yeah. I mean, it's a complicated issue because um, truth be told is if you didn't share with that person and God really was intent on bringing that person into salvation, he could potentially bring He would for sure do something bring, else. Bring, bring another yeah. person along. Yet at the same time, I think it has to be realized that there are probably, there are souls out there, there are people out there who have never heard the gospel. I remember I remember going to China once. I'll, I'll tell you a true story. Um, and we, I lived in China for two years, or Hong Kong for two years, back in the, just in the early days after they came out of Mao Zedong. And um, we had an opportunity to go right up into the north of China, to Inner Mongolia, which is... Uh, sorry, Outer Mongolia was actually Inner Mongolia, but anyhow, it's all very confusing. But we went to Mongolia, part of it was part of China, coldest place I've ever been. And we, I could tell you a great story. It's a great story, but I haven't got time. About this. <laughs> yeah, we've got I'll tell you a little funny thing. Yeah, sure. we, we, we got on this bus and we went uh-huh. through, because we wanted to go right, right deep into Mongolia, right, right deep. So we got on this local bus, and um, the first time we went on the bus, the, the, there were missing floorboards, and it was like minus 30 outside, and I had vinyl shoes. Oh, so shucks. I was just freezing. Yeah, frozen. Yeah. Frozen. Yeah. On the way back, we got a, a, a modern, you know, quotation marks, yeah. modern, no floorboards missing. Okay. Vinyl. Like a complete and bus. A complete bus. Yeah. <laughs> with yeah. heater. Yeah. And um, it came back, and it was beautiful. But all the Mongolians got on, and, and of course, for them, it was too hot. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Open the window. Windows and you're still freezing it. <laughs> you're still yeah. freezing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Anyhow, we went out to this village in Mongolia, way, way, way out. There was no one there. It was a. It was obviously a summer village, and they'd all migrated for the season. But one man came. We were standing there. One man came over the plains on a horse. Hmm. So it was like out yeah. of the movie. Yeah. We, right. we, we were living in. Yeah. yeah. And he came up to us, and we just sat down and shared the gospel with yeah. him. Uh, one of us, one of the people was, 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 would speak the language. And at the end of it, he said, where have you been? Hmm. Where have you been? Right, he's been, it's like he was waiting for someone to tell him this great news. Yeah. Crazy. <clears throat> and I think that is, hmm. um, you know, I think that there is, when Jesus says, go, Right. He's saying, this needs to be a passion that drives within you, and you need to get better and better at this, and you need to give everything to it. Mm-hmm. I do think we are very complacent people in the West and the church. Yeah. I think that there's a level of obedience that we just have to have, that even sometimes sharing our faith is about my relationship with Jesus and about my obedience to him, that uh, who he's put right in front of me. And so... Yeah, I'm being disobedient if he's put something, someone in front of me and I feel compelled to share my faith and I choose not to. I think that's disobedience. So I think that we can all grow in, our, in that area of complacency in our life. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, we really, I think even if theologically we don't believe what we talked with William Carey before, I think the reality is when we look at our lives, 
there is a lot of complacency. Right. There is a lot of lacking of sacrifice and, yeah. and vision. Yeah. We may say, oh, no, no, God's called us to go and preach. But, but when you look at our lives, you don't actually see that. Right. Yeah. And, and um, I don't think it's a question of putting shame on us, but I do think that there is a need to face the, to, to kind of open the, to the reality that I have a huge play to role in this. Yeah. And there are people out there that um, need to hear the gospel and may not ever hear unless I... Yeah, you tell them. I tell them yeah. my former relationship right. with them. Now, we acknowledge that in this modern, postmodern generation, walking up to somebody and sharing the gospel is not always... It's not always even accepted. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's complicated. And so it probably even takes a little bit more work now because you have to build some kind of... Relationship, relationship and trust, trust yeah. before yeah. you can get there. Not exclusive. Well, right. we, Mike and I went to, after we did some shopping the other night, <clears> and uh, we went and had a, 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 a drink at the bar, and uh, the guy sitting next to us, a poor sucker, <clears> he didn't know that he was a cornered, cornered guy. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we shared the gospel with him, and he, he was very receptive, but the Holy Spirit need him you know to be doing more of a work he wasn't anywhere near ready for right it. but 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 yeah. he, we just did it and it was great you know yeah. and i think that we need to do that more and we need to reorientate our finances our thinking our time yeah. towards this well and i think that's actually just a key point as well paul is like sometimes we get discouraged if we share our faith and someone doesn't accept christ right in front of us right but actually, we're sowing seeds. Yep. We're, yep. we're also sowing seeds every time we say I something. I like what you said. It's it's just simply a question of obedience. Yeah. It's not about whether we get accepted or not accepted. It's right. not a question of whether they get saved or not saved. It's not a question of whether we fear or not fear. Right. It's a question I am commissioned mm-hmm. to take the good news to people. Yeah. And how will they hear right. unless I go? Right. So I have a certain degree of responsibility yeah. in this. Yeah. Um, God has the power to save and the responsibility yep. to save, but I have the responsibility to share yep. and to sacrifice somewhat yep. in doing that. Yeah, and that might be your comfort. That might be a few different things for different people. Yeah. But like Paul says in this passage, you know, that we take on that suffering when we proclaim the gospel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay, well, bless you. These are really um, important things to consider. We, we're just believing God is working in this season in mm-hmm. our lives. And so it's our prayer uh, that as God is working in our hearts, he's working in your hearts as well. Right. And um, there is a stirring in you. Uh, how remarkable. I think in these dark times, we get to see how much more remarkable our faith and our hope in Jesus Christ actually mm-hmm. is. And hopefully that propels us to share that good news with people who right. are hurting and lost. Amen. The Lord bless you. Yeah. We want to thank you for joining us on Recalibrate today. For more information, please check out our website at crcfchurch.com.